With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and blessings. And welcome to another installment of The Gist of Freedom is Faith. This show is produced by acclaimed historian, educator, and author Leslie Gist and serves as our weekly live online discussion to celebrate the African American experience by honoring all the people, past and present, black and white, who, with faith and focus, are preserving our rich history through literature, the arts, the skilled trades, and the humanities. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we'd love you to be a part of tonight's discussion by calling in with your comments or questions to 347-324-5552. The most militant opponent of Booker T. Washington's philosophy of Hello? Hello? Hello, this is, is Ben it... Johnson with the Universal Circus. Hi, Ben. Very nice to talk with you. This is Shelley Gaines, the host. How are you? Hello? Hello, can you hear Hello? me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I hear you fine. Okay, great, great. Well, let me introduce you formally. Again, this is Ben Johnson, the Director of Marketing for the Universal Soul Circus. He's um, come along to talk about the circus and and find out more about it and and exactly how they got started. And Ben, how long have you been with uh, Universal Soul Circus? I've been with Universal Circus since 1994 when we opened the doors in Atlanta um, for our very first show. So uh, this season is our 19th season, and next year we're celebrating our big 20th anniversary. Well, congratulations. That is quite a run, and I wish you all continued success. And I want to find out now who actually is the founder. Okay. Uh, Cedric Walker is the founder and president um, of Universal Circus. He's uh, still with us. He's a native of Baltimore, been in Atlanta area for for a while, uh, mm-hmm. a few decades now, and actually comes from the uh, concert and rock and roll side of the business. Uh, he cut his teeth in nightclubs and eventually went on tour and uh, with the Commodores for years. And uh, from that, he transitioned into promoting uh, concerts and events. Uh, he worked with the likes of the Jackson Five, Michael Jackson, uh, New Kids on the Block, and a number of other major artists over the years, and then went into plays. Um, worked with uh, one of the plays he he worked with was Good Man's Hard to Find, and he, eventually he kept uh, doing that. And one day said, "Well, let's create a variety show." Okay. And he was talking to uh, to uh, one of his colleagues, and they were tossing things around and said, well, let's do this, let's do that. 
and somebody said, "Hey, let's just might as, let's just make it a circus." And so that's how Universal Circus came about. And um, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> that's a, so that's we, a we, big leap from concerts <laughs> and promoting. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it's a very unique thing. He he saw a void in family entertainment for African Americans. Mm-hmm. And said, "Let you know, true family entertainment. There was entertainment for kids. There was entertainment for adults, but there really wasn't entertainment where the whole family could go and the whole family have a good time. Okay. And uh, that's how they went from the concept of a variety show to a circus. And uh, in a year, a year later, after the idea came up, we had the first show, and we've been going strong ever since." Within a year, that's incredible. I mean, how do you get financing for something like that? <laughs> well, a lot of the <laughs> money he started with his own money that he saved up uh, from his his promoting days. So okay. uh, he invested quite a bit of his own money, and then he did also tap the tap investors that he'd worked with in the uh, concert and. Uh, promotions business for years he tapped them and and they put up money and so uh, that's how he got his seed money for the circus wow. now how many acts did you all start off with oh wow you remember <laughs> <laughs> wow oh you really you're really challenging me now okay in 94 i would say we probably had about 12 different acts uh roughly the same number of acts we carry um, this year, I mean throughout the years, I, I think we, okay. we still had roughly about twelve different acts, mm-hmm. and we've always had a mixture of types of acts. So you would mm-hmm. have your acrobats, you'd have your aerial acts, uh, meaning Hawaii or trapeze or something up in the air. Uh, you mm-hmm. would have a um, clowns and uh, some sort of comedy act included okay. and of course you'd have exotic animals um our very first season um we had lions and uh we did a thing called daniels and the lions Den. that was one of the mm-hmm. skits mm-hmm. and his cousin actually who had always been intrigued by animals and had snakes as pets and stuff he actually got his cousin to train to go into the ring with the lion. So it was truly a family affair and uh a lot of uh, a lot of firsts were made with with our first year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> his cousin, now I read his cousin somewhere made, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I read somewhere that your initial uh acts were all uh black via black descent. I'm I want to I don't want to say African American, but just Right. So the very so the the initial concept of Universal mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually the very first show was not um as we call it now Universal Circus. It was Universal Big Top Circus. Okay. Uh was our very first show cuz it was um but um uh we ended up changing the name uh I think in 97 if my memory's right. Uh, mm-hmm. so we had um uh, we featured black artists, you know, artists okay. of African descent. Mm-hmm. And because uh, our initial focus was on the African-American aud- uh, audience, and we wanted to okay. show people 
uh, kids and adults alike that we had this talent from around the globe. Um, mm-hmm. And so yet, though we may have had some acts from Africa or from Europe or from other places in those early years that were only African, you know, of African descent, Right. Um, it was a way for us to show showcase our abilities as a people that we could mm-hmm. do more in in this particular world of entertainment than sing and dance and and uh, or play sports. So not that anything's wrong with any of those, but just you know, as a circus, we had those abilities. Oh wow! Okay, now where did you find? Where do you find this talent? Where? <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, because I. I've been to the circus. I saw. I thought it was uh-huh. amazing, and I'm like, where do they get these people? So, you tell me. Well, we get we get we get our talent from uh, all over the globe. Uh, so, in the early years, we had to go out and really look. And I say we, but really it was Mr. Walker uh, who went mm-hmm. out and and looked and searched for the, for the, this talent. And he also, in doing his research, because uh, you know he did a lot of research on circus and and artists he was he found agents so just as you may have an agent with um for for sport for athletes you have agents for artists and so um he was able to connect with these different agents and actually go find talent all over the globe to present under the big top so you we'd always have a new act every year excuse me a new show every year with mm-hmm. with new acts, and mm-hmm. when I say all over the world, um, if you look at our list from '94 or even today, you'll see acts from South Africa, from Ethiopia, Kenya, um, Morocco, uh, Ivory Coast, Gabon, Guinea. Mm-hmm. All those are in Africa. Then you can go to Europe and find acts from France and Spain and Italy and the Ukraine, Russia, uh, Moldova, Bulgaria. Uh, I mean, we've got acts from Mongolia, from China. We've had acts from Australia. And um, uh, gosh, I'm sure I'm leaving some countries out. And, of course, the Caribbean. Because those, right. those are some of, the, some of our favorite, uh, some of our staple acts come out of the Caribbean, like this, the, the Caribbean oh, dancers and the still Still so yeah, we have acts from all over the world, and, and of course, I'm sorry, I excluded South South America and in the, in the Latin America. We've had acts from Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, uh, mm-hmm. Peru, Chile, Ar- Argentina. You know, so from all over the globe. Oh, yeah. And I, when did you all decide to become inclusive and kind of branch out to? Other, you know, nationalities. I know you have, you know, the uh, Shaolin warriors that are performing mm-hmm. with you. And mm-hmm. so, when did you decide to to branch and and go to some other well, cultures? Well, it was sort of a natural progression for us as we as we were showcasing the the talent of of African Americans. What we were finding is that the the influence of African American culture. Excuse me, I'm sorry. As we were showcasing talent of African of people of African descent, mm-hmm. what we were finding is that our our culture, the African American culture, actually has been um, has impacted other cultures around the globe. And what what he was finding in his travel 
and what we were getting in terms of people coming to us saying, hey, we've got this act, we'd love to do this, is that whether you're talking about the R&B and, and jazz and blues to hip-hop and gospel has influenced mm-hmm. cultures around the globe, and now you have a fusion of of acts that come from different walks of life in different parts of the world, but the commonality is that that music or that that influence on dance or that influence on fashion. And so it just was sort of a evolution more so okay. than than a than a conscious decision. But now we now we actually you know, we've been actively looking at acts from around the globe and bringing them into America and giving them that that flavor that you can only find here that we can mm-hmm. present and mm-hmm. wrapping it all up under the Universal Circus Big Top. And so uh, that that's how it's come about. And so we we encourage everyone to come and see the show because everyone likes the show. I mean, once you get mm-hmm. under the Big Top and you, you, you hear that first beat drop and you see the artist come out and the lights go up and... and you just enthralled by the whole show. Well, I tell you, I was thoroughly entertained. I from the beginning to the end uh-huh. when I saw it a few years ago, I I couldn't believe it. And I want you to tell us what makes uh-huh. your circus different from like the Barnum Bailey's or the Big uh-huh. Apple Circus. What makes uh-huh. I know in my mind, but you tell me because you're the director of marketing. So you okay. well, oh, <laughs> so and, tell and the really, audience really, that. For, for, for you and your listeners, I, I guess there was a little typo or something. But I'm the director of operations, but I, I can uh, I have been working with the marketing team for a number oh, of years. Oh, okay. So, I'm sorry. So then. I can I can I can speak on a few things on the marketing okay. side. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, as far as uh, what makes our show unique. Uh, unique from the other circuses or really other other events. We're the most interactive circus in the world. You won't go to another circus and be as involved in the show, whether you're talking about uh, Soul Train line that we have or or you're talking about the the beach balls or you also have Response and call, where you know we may say big top and you say circus, dance along, sing along. It's just uh, so many different things that make us interactive. But beyond that, uh, you also have the fact that inside of our tent, everything is up close and personal. And so, whereas with Ringling, you may find that uh, you're in a in an arena. And you may not get that real up close and personal feel under our big top. Um, you find that it, that we're able to make you feel like you're part of the show, and you've also invested in the show. And, you know, and, and it's fun, and, and you never go to sleep like you would at maybe another event. You just don't go okay. to sleep. And then it sounds like, too, from what you're telling um, us, is that you uh, incorporate some of, you know, African, you know, r- roots, like the call and response, you know, the the soul mm-hmm. train line. I mean, that's something uniquely, you know, African, African-American based. So it sounds like you put that right. in there, too. 
which right which that's part sense. of our format because mm-hmm. when we when we go into the into the idea of what's the, what the show will look like as much as we may bring in new acts each year there are elements of the African American experience that you're going to find incorporated in the show and so that's one of the things that makes it unique and different from other circuses and other you know show experiences is that you have those unique features about our culture that you just don't find everywhere else or you find that other people are beginning to a- adopt them okay. <laughs> and, and oh, use them. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, you you will find that other shows, because it, it's not simply that uh, only people who are African-Americans can enjoy it, because other right. people enjoy it. We, we've had a, a large attendance in some cities from the Latino community. We've mm-hmm. had a lot of the... Uh, what people call general market or the white audience come out in cities and everybody's enjoying the same thing, but it's unique to universal. Mm -hmm. That's great. And Mm -hmm. also now that you started off with 10 cities, now how many cities have you expanded to? Typically in a year we're doing um, between 28 and 32 cities uh, and under the big top. We uh, start at the end of January and go right up to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so this this year, in, in 2012, we're going to do 28 cities total over 43 weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, do you, or do you know if you're going to Trenton, New Jersey, by any chance? <laughs> Someone asked. Year, That's how come I think, you know, I'm just No, no it's, it's fine. <laughs> No, they can ask any question they have. Uh, Trenton, New yeah. Jersey, no. We have, um, we will be in Philadelphia um, mm-hmm. October 24th through November the 4th. That's the okay. closest we're going to be to Trenton this year. Okay. We, okay. Yeah, we played uh, New York City. Uh, we played three boroughs up there earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, that's the closest we'll be to Trenton this year. Okay. Now, how do you decide to go to a city? What lures your circus to, like, like a city that might be interested in having you? What do they have to do to, you know, have the circus come to town, so to speak? Well, we uh, um, a lot of it is based on uh, on the demographics in terms of mm-hmm. having the population base for us to come. We've typically played. Um, we played almost all of the major markets in the U.S., and then some of the markets that aren't as popular. So, you know, a lot of it's based on population. Some of it is based on the proximity to another market that we're already playing. Okay. So, uh, so whereas um, in New York we play three boroughs and then we go across the river and play in Newark, Mm-hmm. Um, it has enough people in the New York City area for us to do that. We wouldn't necessarily play four different locations in, let's say, Kansas City, Missouri area. We, it just it doesn't have that that, right. that number. However, people can email us at info at universalcircus.com uh, with their requests. 
and uh, they actually will I'll end up getting them um, because that's part of my job as collective operation to do mm-hmm. work the routing. So I will uh, respond to everyone. It's best if they're from a uh, from an organization or from a city or county or state agency that okay. uh, is is requesting the invite. And we've been invited by mayors. We've been invited by uh, organizations. We've been invited both um, uh, like social organizations as well as your boys and girls clubs. But um, mm-hmm. it really takes a lot to put the circuits on. So <laughs> we uh, uh, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> I can imagine the cost. <laughs> yeah, the costs are up there, and so uh, you know it, it, it takes a good twenty to thirty thousand people to come through the tent in a mm-hmm. week for us to, you know, make it worth worth the time and all the effort and energies and monies to to get into a city and perform. Okay, and and usually you're, the normal time you're in a city, how many days does it average? Is it most two, three days you're in it? No, most most of the markets that we play are one week mm-hmm. markets. Um one week. They are um typically five to six show days there. And okay. then we have uh we have several markets where we play two weeks, three weeks or four weeks. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's great when we're able to be in a market for two weeks or three weeks. Uh we're able to to do more in the market because we do a lot of community outreach. We love to go mm-hmm. to um, schools and um, and festivals and other places with, um, you know, and, and participate in things. So being in a place for two or three weeks gives us that, gives us that opportunity. Great, great. And I'm just curious, too, as far as the acts itself, um, which act is is most is the most dangerous? I mean, I know there's a few, but in your mind, <laughs> wow, most dangerous. That's yeah. a tough one because you know you think about the tigers that we have on the show. Yeah. Uh, you think yeah. about um, people on the high wire. Uh, mm-hmm. All it takes is one slip because a lot mm-hmm. of our acts perform without safeties. Uh, you think about someone on a trapeze who's depending on someone else on the other end to catch them, or mm-hmm. uh, our motorcycle riders in, a, in what we call the globe of death, where, where they're, you know, going 20, 30, 40 miles an hour in a tiny space, up to six riders at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, the most dangerous. Mm. Well, have you had any mishaps? I, where yes yeah in in okay. yes yeah. so over over our nineteen year history we have yeah. had a, a few a few incidents luckily we have not had uh any um one pass away we've not had any um, any injuries that our people did not recuperate from so okay, we've that's been good. we've been very fortunate in the history of circus because if you look mm-hmm. at uh, if you look at the business as a whole, or you look at the industry, there have been some that have, you know, made that ultimate sacrifice, but, um, yeah, for their craft, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's, uh, it's hard for me to pick one particular act and say, this is the most dangerous act okay. because, uh, I mean, there, there's some things people do on the ground level that 
really are, people don't realize how dangerous the hand balance can be or or flipping someone with their feet. Um, right. You know, or especially when you think about what the Shaolin Warriors are doing this year with their martial arts. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. Mean, if, they, right. if their concentration isn't just right, they could... Uh, they could be injured pretty badly. So, okay. uh, we, but they're all professionals. So, uh, yes, mm-hmm. we we encourage that the kids do not try at home. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> De- definitely, and no cousins who like animals to just be thrown into the lion's den. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 oh we're, we're way, we're way beyond the first year now. But it was that was yeah. a very interesting thing. I mean, this was a that was a situation back in '94 where um, he was able to train for a number of of weeks and months and, and actually pull it off. Uh, we don't great. really, we, you know, most of the people you see inside the cage with a, mm-hmm. a tiger or a lion, mm-hmm. they've been training for 10, 15 years to, to do that. Oh. So, oh, that's good so, to know. You know that they'll see. I didn't know that. Wow. Oh yeah. 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 And, you don't, yeah. you don't just, you don't just show up and say, Hey, I want to play with a tiger. That's not great. Right. Right, right. And the, the elephants, same thing. You have to be trained that long to work with the elephants too, or the elephants. Um, my experience has been that the the elephants are trained by the owners. So mm-hmm. you you do find people who come in and and the owners actually present them. Um, you have like on our show, we have uh, some of our Caribbean ladies who dance with the elephants and they learn they mm-hmm. train to they learn how to ride on the elephants but in terms okay. of the commands and and knowing exactly how to keep the elephant moving and where and when and all of that that comes through years and years of training and um, mm-hmm. growing up with the elephants so okay. uh we've been very fortunate with um uh, with our elephant trainer he's um one of the best in the business and is uh, well respected in the industry. Uh, and he, it's they're basically an extension of his of his family. Um, mm. You'll find that uh, that um, in in a lot of instances with with animals and their and their owners who are an animal performance that you, it is basically family, and they they okay. treat them as they would some of their children. My goodness, that's that's interesting. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's I, not your typical owner pet scenario. It's it's much okay. deeper than that. It's much deeper. Okay. And what about now? Your decision to go from one ringmaster to a trio—that's new, correct? This 2012. We, yes, that is brand. This is the first year we've done it. It's been very well okay. received across the country, and it's just our way of. Of doing something different, keeping it fresh, keeping it, um, you know, keep the audience always expecting something new from us. Because every mm-hmm. year we change our show. So people mm-hmm. who saw the show in 2011 saw a different show in 2010 and saw a different one in 2009. So, you know, even though it's an annual tradition in a lot of parts of the country, the show is always different. 
but uh, it, the, the trio of, of comedians have been very well received. They uh, do some improv stuff there mm-hmm. as well, so it's uh, it's just a great way to to expand what we do and to present it differently and 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 try not to be stuck in any any one routine. You know, we we like to keep That's it fabulous. Different. That 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 encourages me to go see it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every year it changes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great to know. Ben, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? Yes, we... uh, we'd love we'd love for the audience to um, like us on Facebook. That's one of the best ways for people to get up to date information. If okay. they have questions about us, if if they send send it to us on Facebook. They'll forward it over to the right person to answer that question. If if the Facebook, um, if our Facebook contributor can't answer the question, you know, like if they have a question about routing, if they have a question about an act, or whatever. And then of course we're on Twitter too, so uh, they just have to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, and they get up to date okay. information. And uh, is, is there a website? Of course, universalcircus.com, okay. and okay. that's Universal. So it's it's U N I V E R S O U L Circus C I R C U S dot com. And um, to learn more about this year's show, just click on the show tab when you land on the homepage, and uh, has you know information there. And of course, you see a tab for the schedule. If you want to buy tickets, of course, we'd love for you to buy tickets <laughs> for a show okay. coming near you because, you know, we'll be in Memphis this week and next week we'll be in Detroit for two weeks and then uh, Chicago four weeks. And um, after Chicago, um, uh, we'll be making an announcement in the next couple of days of where we're going after Chicago, but uh, for one week and then after that we'll head over to Philly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Great. So for so, all these these people in the South Jersey area, Northeast area, they will be in Philly soon. Go on the schedule. Yeah. Go on the That's website. Right. Go on Facebook. Ben, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And talking with us on the Gist of Freedom. All right. Have a wonderful evening. Okay. You too. <laughs> and we okay. look forward to seeing the Universal Soul Circus. All right. We we'll look forward to thank having you. you. Thank you so much. Good night. Right, bye bye. Bye bye. This is Shelley Gaines for the Gist of Freedom, August twenty eighth, two thousand twelve. Have a wonderful evening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.